0: Welcome to your Sanity Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. Appreciate awesome. it. Man. You can be
1: mean.
2: shit.
0: shit.
1: <laughs> or
0: you can blow it all up. A lot
1: more. I- lot, lot. <laughs>
0: every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy welcome to my co-host blonde what's going on hey that was uninspired. All right. <laughs> Setting the tone for the show. I like it. Okay. Hop right into it. I got a couple items at the top of the show here. Uh, I did receive one question. One question from patron and friend uh, named Ben. Ben is uh, Ben's in med school. Ben is too busy to call the show. He's uh, he's too smart and too busy to call the show. Like all our listeners. <laughs> Smarter than us, but they listen to it anyway. He uh, He sent me a question about obstructionism because that's all the rage, you know. Everyone's obstructing everyone politically, (laughs) and uh, I'm kind of interested by this question. Do you consider the conservative obstructionism decried by the Democrats under the Obama administration comparable to the progressive resistance mantra currently being pushed by the media? If not, can a case be made with justification of one over the other? Thanks for listening. So do you think the former Republican uh, obstructionism to Obama is different than the current left-wing obstructionism, or at least talk of obstructionism, because they can't obstruct. <laughs> they don't have the political mechanisms, really. Um, but they're going to try. I guess the question is, do you consider them to be different? Do you consider one to be justified over the other? Or do you consider them to be the same?
3: I mean, in principle, I suppose they're the same. But I would consider them to be different because Obama's policies were overreaching and and wholly more dangerous. Um, But I've got my beef with neocons too, so.
0: I am not a fan of generic obstructionism. Let's put it that way. I'm not a fan of, we're just going to obstruct him because he's the other party. Which I think to some extent has been done on both sides. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I guess I would say obstruct on a case-by-case basis. Obstruct a la carte. If there's a policy (laughs) proposal that's particularly awful.
3: Yeah, nothing uh, arbitrary.
0: Right. Like, you know, Republicans were um, very strong in resistance to the Affordable Care Act. Um, and I don't have a problem with saying this piece of legislation is crap and we're going to implement every mechanism we have to stop it. I do have a problem right. with no matter what Obama says, never going to we're never going to debate. We're never going to allow anything. And I have, I have um, a problem with it on um, on the progressive side, too. I think you should be principled in your obstructionism or you should be able to explain why. Specifically, beyond, uh, well, he's the other guy and he sucks, yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks for the question, Ben. We appreciate it. Uh, the other item I have is a birthday item, listener of the show um at Rini dawn on twitter youtube.com slash after the fact she made a response video to us in roaming millennial recently actually you can check it out
3: yeah i watched YouTube, it
0: youtube.com slash after the facts it's a birthday today and um i got some intel from some of the show uh, shitposting crew uh, i will not out any particular one of them because let's just say it's a particular member of the shitposting crew who doesn't want anyone know that he to know that he actually has a heart
4: oh but
0: he does that's all i'll say
3: It's facepalm reality, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Happy birthday. I hope I'm saying it. I hope I'm saying it right. At Rini, R-I-N-I, Dawn on Twitter. Okay. On with the show. You know who I got to pull in first Um, because he's always on time and he is a patron and he's always got something interesting. He got in touch with me earlier with a question for you. So Stephen's hopping in first again. What's up, Stephen?
3: Hello?
0: I don't hear him just yet. Oh, there you are.
3: Oh, there he is.
5: Um, question for both of y'all. Can y'all pick a top three actor, actor of the gender you're not attracted to? Ugh.
3: Top three actors of the gender you're not attracted to.
5: Yeah, I would say, I would say pop, popular figure, but I have a feeling blonde would pick Tommy Lauren or how do you say her name? Tommy, Tommy. I don't know.
3: Tommy. So what? what's the criteria though? Like hot or like, yeah. Um, can it be political figures or are you talking about like celebrities?
5: Celebrities. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I say no, polit- no political figures. Cause I knew you would pick Tommy.
3: Oh, wow. I don't even know. Skag, can you go first? I,
0: look, I'm the worst movie watcher of all time. If I can go politics, let's say, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> I and, know. Uh,
3: can we go politics? I've got a way yeah. easier. I can do that way more easily with politics.
0: <laughs> um, I could think about movies for a little while, but it's tough on the spot. Yeah. I, um and, and I just I don't watch enough movies or TV and stuff to to make that call. Actually, okay, let me I'll think about some of my favorite TV shows that I've watched. Uh Jax, <laughs> the dude who's Jax from um from Sons of Anarchy.
3: Oh, uh Charlie Hunnam. Uh, that guy yeah. is sexy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a
0: good choice. Uh yeah. I mean, is it have to be what what are the criteria? Like people I've enjoyed performances of or people that like. If I had to try it, I would pick him. I mean, is that well,
5: like if you, that that or that or if you want to maintain your machismo, whatever, you know, somebody like uh, you know, you would if you're exercising, you would want to look like.
3: Oh, ah. okay. You know who's really beautiful, Michelle Williams. I've always thought that she has a really odd kind of timeless beauty. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the, her.
5: Heath Ledger's widow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. uh that's all i got that's all i got i don't know can we I... give
0: you top one
3: that's top one that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all we top
0: got. one from each of us <laughs> otherwise i feel like i'm gonna just gonna be sitting here thinking about every show i've seen for the last couple I of like years i like that the
3: first thing that comes to your mind is charlie hunnam's butt
0: yeah, i just i like <laughs> i like that show i like i think yeah i, I can say that he's just a good looking guy you he's know?
3: the best looking guy yeah on right. the planet. So I,
0: made, I made a good pick although opie and...
3: had that beard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh, is, Obi is too oaf like, too ogre like.
3: No, no man is too ogre like. That's
0: nonsense. <laughs> yeah, well, by the way, why didn't you pick Mark Dice? I know how big of a crush you
3: Ooh, have. Because of the Dice. opposite gender. And Mark Dice. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, sorry. He's just so sexy. You can't tell me Mark Dice is not sexy.
0: I, I'm i not saying he I'm just saying. He is a care. giant,
3: sexy man. I don't care what it's, you say
0: you, I mean. you're You're like a, a sizeophile. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I you're <am>. just like <laughs> gigantic people.
3: <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: I'm and, like, and all by, right, you're really and it's ugly just but stature. Here. Like we're not talking like we're obese. We're just talking like really giant tall. in giant. No, no, men. I
3: I like a giant fat man too.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go.
3: Just tall. That's that's my only criteria. <laughs> okay,
0: so it's gotta be yeah, just like impractically tall.
3: Impractically tall. Yeah. Did, did he just say you like him big, huh?
5: <laughs> Matt did, yes. My Matt did. Gotcha. Ask for Matt. <laughs> That's uh, the mat I was referring to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well we'll no, let we you all go, like Stephen. Stephen L Stephen M L. Can
0: can I um can you do you have a top three before we let you go?
5: Yeah, the well uh, ones that I have yet to meet and ones that I have that I've already met. Mm-hmm. Um the ones that I've met, Rose McGowan before she shaved her head kristana loken and laura vandervoort
0: i,
3: I know don't. one of those people
0: is, wait rose mcgowan is from uh, the, i feel like i'm confusing Charmed, her confusing someone
5: else. did you see Gr- grindhouse planet terror she had the yeah yeah flag. okay yeah yeah kristana loken she's the terminator and terminator 3 gorgeous and she's tall too hmm. hi girl oh uh, yeah and um and who else did I say? Oh, Laura Vandervoort. She she was um, Supergirl on Smallville, and then she was on V, then she was on Bitten. She's gorgeous. I've met her three times already.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. Well, thank
0: you for the call, Stephen. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh-huh. We will catch you next time. Bye, Stephen. Bye-bye. Drop Steven out. I forgot to say at the top of the show, most people are familiar, but if you're not, there's a link in the description. That's how you get in the server. You get in the waiting room. Put your name in the roll call and then that's how we know who was here first and uh, we bring them in. So those are the rules of the show. By the way, if you can't make the show live, we do take voicemails. Send us a little brief message or uh, question. Try to keep it a minute or less on YouTube. Uh, upload it on Send it to us. We'll play it on the show. So those are the rules. I got lazy and forgot to mention them. <laughs> Um, make sure, okay. I got to the, the way sometimes I mess up the dates in discord because it doesn't tell, it doesn't give you a date on each timestamp. So I got to make sure I find the right one here. So actually, uh, should I be nice to Spartacus? Spartacus was here at six forty nine. Oh, I, come
3: on. Throw him a right. little bum.
0: <laughs> all right. We'll pull Spartacus in and then next up will be collectively unconscious and Ruger die. So you're in Spartacus. If you can get your mic unmuted. In the meantime, we'll pull in uh, Collectively Unconscious. If you're good to go, chime in.
3: Hello.
0: Hey, what's up?
3: Uh Uh-oh. Discord is the worst.
0: Mr. Unconscious.
2: Hey, good to hear from you, Matt. There we go. So it's
0: been a great week. Frankly, the best. (laughs) I don't know about that, man. This week, at least the weekend, almost made me insane with all the degeneracy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I've been watching a bit more of the liberal meltdown, and I can't believe how people are trying to claim that this uptick in the Dow Jones is Obama's.
3: Oh, God. It's.
2: it's, We no longer have a socialist in chief. (laughs) They know they're not going to get screwed by socialist policies and regulations. So it's a good place to do business. I, I don't know. Am I wrong there?
0: Uh, I, I am. Whenever I talk economics, I'm frankly pulling things from places where they should stay. So I'm going <laughs> to defer uh, to, I'm going <laughs> to defer to blonde on that.
3: I mean, it, it seems like this is um, the beginning of a market spurned by Trump's freer economic policies. It seems insane to attribute this to Obama, but they always do this. <laughs> I mean, if it would have been an economic crash that would have been on Trump, if the, the Dow would have plummeted, they'd be like, oh, well, it must be the Trump presidency. And in that case, it probably would have been. But um, I think that people are seeing that they have business opportunities here, that they can, um, that they can come here and be entrepreneurial again. Uh, and that's probably stimulating the economy. I think it's going to be short-lived, though. I mean, not much we can do with a deficit like this.
2: Uh, well yeah but it is turning around there's a couple things that are going on that are pretty neat um i've been blocked by steve shives
3: yay welcome
2: <laughs> yes. oh, i so need a sounder for that. that i wish i, I, I know had, like, a i still
0: don't even sound. know who he is <laughs> nobody does nobody really does that's the beauty of it uh,
2: yeah.
0: yeah but
2: um yeah the other stuff um Oh, I've been trolling so many places, Huffington Post, which is risky because you have to put your real name, but uh, I what pointed out- You have out,
0: to put your real name. Well,
2: okay. My do they Facebook check ID? Posting that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I, I really, I, I told him, you know, this DeVos thing, I came here thinking I could get an idea of what it is that Democrats are objecting to, progressives and liberals are objecting to about davos the education oh lady. betsy
0: devos yeah
2: yeah betsy devos and i got nothing from it except for having money is bad
0: well there's that and she from what i gather i've not listened to the hearing in full so uh, mm-hmm. i'm ga- speaking based on what i've information i've acquired through listening to some clips but She and, I think, Trump in general um, are in favor of minimizing the role of the Department of Education, perhaps. I mean, some people are as far as eliminate the Department of Education entirely. I have tons of my left-wing friends on Facebook who literally think that means schools are not going to exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, without the federal Department of Education, your kindergarten, your elementary school, your junior high, whatever, down the street are going to vanish. Poof! Like, they they are... uh, simply arms of the Department of Education. I'm, mm. I don't know.
2: I run into trouble on this because I'm uh, fairly moderate. I took that uh, test out of the UK, and I'm like point six seven from the middle in both directions, on the right and libertarian side. Uh, so, uh, political compass. My position on it: I, I believe we need a Department of Education. It should have a, maybe twenty employees. <laughs> and their job is to go in and investigate when there's a school, uh, state school system that's having a problem. Yes. <laughs> but
3: That is like, oh, man, that would be so great. Yeah. Probably not going to happen, but I wish. I wish.
2: Oh, and, and the biggest thing, you know, I, I didn't really have anything specific to talk about when I came in today. So I, I appreciate it. We actually were sitting there at 649 counting down. Uh, so we would all hit it at once just you guys are just nuts it's uh we were hoping you get a laugh out of it man i know there's like 20 there's
0: there's seriously like 20 i don't know probably 20 people that all hit the 650 timestamp and we're not going to get through them all
2: (laughs) it's it's always a pleasure but uh i I do want to let you guys get to someone else but uh i've been going back and forth between the gigapixel on cnn have you guys seen that Mm -mm. oh okay so cnn essentially they've debunked themselves on the attendance um, oh yeah at the inauguration which is kind of a non-issue i guess i i find it interesting because it's just one more case of the media trying to push a narrative my parents by... were just
3: talking about this can somebody summarize this i did not follow this story at all
0: it's it's a really dumb story you want to take it unconscious sure sure i think okay, it's dumb so, anyway i think every, uh, i think everyone taking cons- it seriously is dumb let's put it that way yeah uh.
2: Okay, so yeah, the New York Times posted side-by-side uh, side a picture from the 2009 inauguration and the 2017 inauguration. Right, right. And f- from what I can tell, the 2017 inauguration, was it was, if not taken at the time when the least people were there, it was at the very least taken from an angle to make it look like nobody's there. So you can go to the CNN gigapixel, and you can just... Zoom around and zoom all the way back To the National Mall and it looks Like it's packed from where Trump was sitting It absolutely Looked like there were millions of people there I'm trying to compare and see If those are actually from the same Time maybe But But frankly like everybody's been saying um, Part Of the reason why the turnout was so huge for Obama is Washington DC Is full of union activists lobbyists liberal progressives and whatnot it was still an impressive turnout if you believe that it was a bad turnout Go to the gigapixel, and you can zoom in. You can drag the picture, look all around.
0: It's, I just it's don't get the dig measuring contest. It's it, it, yeah. you got Sean Spicer coming out and being like biggest ever, and then you got CNN being like no way, trying to crop it creatively to make it look small. Who the hell cares? I just don't care. I,
3: yeah, he won. That's all I care about. Yeah. Let's get this show on the road.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, ah, okay. So everybody's yeah, filming shit
3: about this all week. I thought there was more to this. That's it. No, it's basically I don't just a dick measuring that contest. End of
2: it. Like, who had the biggest? I, I, don't care about that. What I do care about is the media intentionally framing things to deceive people. I don't like liars, and I don't like propagandists trying to do that. But mm. I love Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: guys. Ciao. Well, Thanks well, for yes. in. Stay classy. A collectively unconscious. <laughs> we'll catch Thank you next you. time. Yep spartacus you are free to chime in um whenever you can get that mic working if you can so i'll just leave you in here hang out see if you can get it unmuted i do want to um appreciate we might get to this person we might not there's somebody a few names down here we'll probably get to this person actually bigfooted hijab puller (laughs) that's that's the best uh username i've seen (laughs) so A far tiny so
3: African American males still That's cool.
0: right. That was pretty good too. So I'm going to see if we can get there. Ruger Die will be next up and then uh, our guy Dante is hanging out. All right. Let's see. Ruger Die, here we go. Ruger Die, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted and then I'll pull Dante in in the meantime. Uh-oh. Ruger got booted, so it might be that weird thing where once the mic is unmuted, you get kicked out. It might be one of those things.
3: Is Discord ever going to hammer out some of these problems?
0: I don't know, but I was told. You know who told me today? Uh, Jeff Holiday told me they're going to introduce video chat into Discord, which could revolutionize hey. the show. I don't know if maybe we, we to...
3: won't have to have Skype and Discord open at the same I don't, time.
0: Well, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out because we we can't live stream to YouTube with no control over what's being put on the video end. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, Oh my God, you're right. The, they yeah, would just be you, people
3: jacking off. Never um, mind. Yeah.
0: Terrible things. You, you can't do that.
1: <laughs> I'm picturing a chat roulette like that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, people, I used to go on Omegle and do Omegle videos and people would say, Oh why Lord. Don't, why don't you, you can see them on my channel. If you go way back, why don't you live stream these? Cause it's mostly dicks.
3: Mostly dicks.
0: Anyway, Spartacus Zero. I, did I pull Spartacus Zero in here? Are you the same as Spartacus, or are these two different two people?
1: Different people. Um, we are different people. I renamed them myself because there was somebody else using the name Spartacus, even though I used it first, so I just decided to, to use a distinction for myself. All right,
0: well, you're in here regardless of if you're legit or not, so give us, a, <laughs> give us your thoughts quickly, and then I'll pull in Dante.
1: Okay, well, my thoughts are extremely deplorable, and apparently right-wing fascist nazi blah 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 <laughs> you found the right place then
3: yeah welcome
1: uh, very very wrong think thoughts welcome, welcome. yeah well unfortunately i'm more in... i was watching um clips of the f- of the women's march
0: and watching. Sorry. sorry to hear sorry. that
1: watching celebrity meltdowns is always hilarious
0: Oh, yeah. i don't know these were so cancerous oh these the are...
3: ashley judd thing i just yeah. i
0: was like
1: i was like I, I wished i could have been there i was like so where's the fire and brimstone <laughs> i mean she sounded like a
0: like a old school southern baptist preacher oh yeah i swear they do that i've heard people like um, like crowder and some others talk about that they this is a distinct like progressive thing where you you can see it with Hillary. She goes to the South and all of a sudden she has this Southern twang. Yeah.
1: Despite them but, hating but, religion, which is the irony. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Ashley Judd totally kind of did it too. She kind of had this Southern preacher drawl.
1: I've even though, seen the future and I'll yeah. see Hitler in these streets. Yeah. And yeah. God will smite upon me with great vengeance. <laughs> yeah. her,
0: her delivery of that line, you can almost hear her own disbelief of what she's saying. Because to your point, it's kind of... And I see... Hitler in these streets, it's kind of weirdly delayed and it's kind of poorly delivered. And I think there are some thoughts going through her head, like I can't I can't believe that I'm actually claiming claiming I see Hitler out here. (laughs) (laughs) And a a mustache has been replaced with a dupe. It was insane. Well then
1: again, everybody's Hitler.
0: Well, yeah, I know. know. uh, I'm getting some feedback off you, Spartacus, if you got headphones.
1: I'm using headphones. It's, it's discord. I have no other issues with any other program except this. Oh, weird. Oh, weird.
0: Yeah. Right, well, right, well, if you got some closing thoughts, we'll uh, let you get those out. But, um, other than that, we'll try to dip you, out, dip you out, out with this yeah, weird, echo. weird
1: echo. Well, it's only if I'm using, uh, if I'm actually pushing to talk while you're talking at the same time. Gotcha. But, um, gotcha, but, uh, that, that was going down. I'm watching Twitter. Twitter's hilarious. It's just, like Crowder said, it's like when Madonna was up there, it's like, really, this blow job is talking about blowing things again. It's I know. Sex. Again and again. And Ugh. you can bet that if anybody in on the right had said that while Obama was in office, we'd have been anybody would have been in prison.
3: Oh yeah, people would have shit a brick for sure. That's how it goes. That we just have to understand that, that is the double standard. I guess no more though, because the Overton window is shifted and shifted and Trump is uh president. Trump, Trump is president. Can you guys believe Trump. that?
1: I have a. They gave me a massive erection when that girl started screaming. No, I was like, yes. Was that a chick? Uh, apparently, I'm, from what I'm seeing, yes. Apparently, that was a chick.
0: Oh wow. Did you um? So Crowder did this great bit on his Daily Show of uh of her basically reacting to other things. So it'd be like. And now Nickelback has announced their spring tour and no, and, you know, all these terrible, Actually, I believe that, that I just,
1: just... actually I think it was Creed. I saw the same
0: video. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It might've been Creed. <laughs> I
1: mean, i mean, Nickelback deserves the same.
0: Right. Kind but, of, yeah. But it,
1: was, but it was, it was a I good
0: think. bit of just her reacting to things. I appreciate yeah, it. Was good. And somebody
1: <laughs> already used my idea and superimposed the, uh, Star Wars Episode 3, Darth Vader,
0: no over that. I know. know. After, I heard Shapiro mention that on his show, like, the Darth Vader, no. And I was like, ah, I can't (laughs) believe I didn't think of that. I should have done that for Sunday's show. The instant I saw that, I was like, wow, this needs to be done. Somebody beat me to it. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, we'll let you go, Spartacus. Glad to finally make it on this time.
1: (laughs) Thanks for calling Thanks for calling. Appreciate
0: it. Yep, yep. Spartacus, uh, the other Spartacus is welcome to say We got two Spartacuses, I guess. That was Spartacus zero, and Spartacus is still in here. Ruger die. I don't know what's going on there. We'll pull in Mr. Dante. Come here. Caesar. Come on. Okay, Dante. You found us after all that hard work.
1: Hey, Dante is back.
3: Oh, Dante Ooh. sounds sad today. What's going on, Dante?
1: Well, I have been unfortunate to inform you that the relationship of Dante has come to an end. Ah. Well, We've you didn't get killed, this.
3: though, by this ex-boyfriend situation, this prison guy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. So was this, uh, uh, judging by your tone, I'm going to guess maybe this was not your decision? Oh, she cheated on me. So, uh, yeah. Not oh. My
3: Dude, you dodged a bullet. This is good.
0: Yeah, probably, to be this honest. This bitch sounded
3: crazy.
1: Eh, I wouldn't say crazy, but sure, why not?
3: She cheated on you. Come on.
1: Mm. And she
3: had an ex-boyfriend that went to jail. And she had a kid. That woman would have ruined your life.
6: Yeah, probably. Probably right.
3: I guarantee it. Getting cheated on and getting out of this before you're like attached and have a child with her. Or marry her or something. This is this is great news. I know you're sad, but you'll look back on this and be like, thank God. Shit.
1: Well, I wouldn't say I'm sad about it. I mean, this isn't the
0: first time this happened. But, hey, love is love, I guess.
3: That doesn't sound like love. <laughs>
6: You got to get some you
0: got to get to the this stage, Dante, where you don't believe in love anymore. Oh my god. Then you can truly be free.
6: That
3: is <laughs> the grimmest thing I've ever heard.
0: Join us. It's <laughs> glorious. It's very glorious. Yeah. Look at oh. it this way, you got all the time in the world to find people now.
3: Yeah. Uh- yeah,
0: no I mean like sure. find people not not find a new lady I mean like find people Dante style that's <laughs> what I mean I'm gonna find
1: you Oh, you mean like find you beat the crap out of or yeah, find yeah you?
0: I mean find people like you've been threatening to find me for years that's what I
1: mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you said I want to find you at my own restaurant
0: sure, well I mean. Dante now you got all the time in the world to start your own bounty hunting business that's what I'm saying oh
2: shit sure. <laughs>
3: Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but relieved. I'm, I got to say I'm a little relieved. The other well, I night I was going to sleep and I'm like, man, Dante's going through some shit right now.
0: <laughs> At least now you've learned to ice skate, too. So you've got yeah. a, a go-to first date for the next one. Huh? Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I bet Matt's probably happy that we Packers lost last Sunday against the Falcons.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I uh, I enjoyed it. I had the game on in the background while I was prepping for Sunday's show. But yeah, if I can watch them lose, of course I'll take that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You you very yeah. Go blow pack, blow blow pack, blow. <laughs> I put up
0: a sad Pepe meme. A sad or yeah. a sad pe- a sad Packers Pepe. You know Pepe in the Packers hoodie.
1: Yeah, now I'm gonna find you.
0: I know, but you got you got your work cut out for you, man. I'm high atop a wilderness mountaintop, and uh, it, it's not easy to get up here. I, um, my fortress protects me from a lot of people who want to find me sure well,
4: <laughs> all right pretty much it for me
0: all right man well um you know plenty of fish in the sea it's always darkest before the dawn uh you know all that stuff but we appreciate <laughs> it <Dante>. yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks, for calling. thanks man we appreciate it have a good night you too man
3: I thought you were going to get a third cliche there. I
0: don't. I don't, That's still the only two I can think of. I, I don't know the other ones.
7: Hmm. Look, if you
0: come to me for relationship advice, uh, like I said, you, you're just what you're looking for is the romance black pill, basically. If I you don't come know, to me. but
3: you're also in a stable relationship with a nice woman, so you know. Yeah,
0: but it, yeah, but I've I've come to appreciate it for, like. I can't, I, no, I'm going to You can't to
3: chase the romance. Um, no, no, no like, I'm just I not going to, I'm going to
0: talk, I'm not going to talk about like personal stuff on this show either. Cause it's just not the appropriate venue, oh. but, um, but I will oh. say, you know, over time my appreciation and, for sappy romance has pretty much evaporated. And you know what? My life has become a lot better after that. That doesn't mean that I'm true. an it's absent true. partner, but it just means that, uh, I don't, I don't buy into that sappy crap.
3: Well it's true. And if you're always chasing romance or trace or chasing those like early relationship feelings, you will end up with a series of garbage relationships.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the reason those are exciting is because they're they're dramatic, you know, and and, and the nature of drama is that it's not reliable, it's not stable. right. right. That's what makes Chris Rock it exciting. talks about
3: this. He's like, You yeah. don't want to be in an exciting relationship. Correct. Who wants to be in an exciting relationship? Correct. That girl, she'll kill you.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, let's move to the next caller. Uh, I can't say this person's name and it's, uh, we've, I think we've tried to take a call from this person once before. Yu <laughs> You're free to chime in whenever you want, if hey, you can. Um, hey, what's up?
7: Hey, are you guys, um, is my mic coming through?
0: Yeah, it's a little. Um, Weird. Let's just say it's, it sounds a little. gravelly. Yeah. But we Scratch can. feel a little bit. You. Tell me yeah. this, how do you say your name?
7: The name's Bob.
0: James. Well, no, like the the username.
7: <laughs> See, I had a great line about an SJW tears martini right there, and you just ruined it.
0: Wait, wait—the name. I part of the problem is I can barely hear what you're saying, man. It sounds like you're coming to me with, like through a tin cannon string at the bottom of the ocean.
7: <laughs> is any better? Slightly. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm I'm using a pair of earbuds right now, so it's not great. But um, ah. it's I believe it's pronounced Yu Han Bong. It's a uh, it's a now-apocryphal Star Wars reference. Not many people get it.
0: Ah, well, I should get it if it's a Star Wars reference. I'm a decently educated Star Wars person. I don't watch a lot of movies, but I'm fairly well-versed in Star Wars knowledge.
7: Well, this I... goes into, like, the old extended canon and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. If we're, Yeah, all that.
0: If we're talking, like, extra story material, that's probably not my, not my area.
7: Yeah, all that stuff, so. Well,
0: what's on your mind?
7: All right. Um, this might take a second or two to explain. Sorry about that. Um, so this question goes back a while, back to when candidates were still on the campaign trail. And it goes back to the Fort Hood rally that now President Trump held. And he talked about loosening protections against being sued for libel. So from his speech and from what I'm seeing on the Internet, It seems that he favors making it easier to win lawsuits against publications for actions of what is colloquially called mendacious libel,
5: not just general general
7: libel. So to be clear, I can't find the term mendacious libel on any of my usual legal sites, nor was it in the legal code of any state whose legal code I've searched so far. I'm not positive that this is what President Trump meant, but I've seen it in a few places and it definitely seems to fit what he said. So, mendacious libel seems to be different from just generally printing incorrect or libelous information in that it's blatantly manipulative and the manipulative part is the the key to it that it has to be manipulative
3: doesn't it don't you have to prove damage to your to your life or your income or something like that as well
7: um in some cases yes in 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 all almost all libel cases yes i saw i was looking at the indiana legal code and i saw that um in indiana there was i think there were certain exceptions for um, that you just had to prove that they said
1: certain words.
7: And this, these were um, rather extreme things like um, well, like, bestiality and that, those kind of things that they, you just have to prove that they said it and then it becomes libelous. Now, I'm not positive that I was interpreting that correctly. but it's, They're
3: very to, confusing.
7: That I will definitely agree with. So I want to hear what you guys think about this because personally, I'm torn. I mean we've seen plenty of evidence, especially this campaign cycle, that the media does this and arguably with some regularity, depending on the outlet in question, and that and that definitely shouldn't be happening, but there does seem to be a lot of potential for abusing this if the laws become too loose, which worries me. So Penny for your thoughts?
3: Um I know Matt has an opinion about this that's pretty stern. Initially, I was concerned about this. But then as I started to read more about libel, as it stands now, it's nearly impossible to effectively sue somebody for libel. The things you have to, to prove are, are somewhat ridiculous. Um, it's, it's a really hard lawsuit to wage and, and win. So I think that what he's trying to do is just make sure that people can't be uh, slandered left, right, and sideways, indiscriminately, like the mainstream media loves to do. Um, so I'd have to learn more about it because the law is very confusing and I'm not a lawyer.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the caveat to both of our opinions here. I wouldn't be able to talk to you about the specific legal components of libel and uh, talk to you about litigation and all that stuff. What I can tell you is I prefer the marketplace of ideas as the corrective measure here. I mean, we talk about the, the mainstream media doing, Maybe they're not doing a libelous job or a slanderous job. They sure are. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. But I think we all agree their relationship with the truth is becoming more and more estranged over time. But the great thing is in the information era that we live in, the truth has a nasty habit of rising to the top. And I think their share of influence is declining because the truth has a nasty habit of rising to the top. So I would prefer to let these things settle themselves organically. Um, through people going on YouTube and making videos and being like, look, CNN lies. Look, NBC lies. Look, whatever. They all lie. New York Times lies. Here are their lies. And then people get to decide. And New yeah, York Times Yeah, but what about advertising... crippling
3: them financially, which is what we need to do to the mainstream media and news outlets that allow this information to get to the just, general public? They need I just, to be ended.
0: I, I think the marketplace will correct that. I, I oh, don't
3: Oh, that's sweet.
0: Well, I, I worry about overreach there. And I worry about, I don't want unnecessary chilling effects on speech, you know? I mean, I what I would say is I want anybody to be able to go out there, pretty much say whatever they want and then face the natural consequences of that that speech as opposed but what to what if
3: there are no natural consequences like before this election season think about the power that the mainstream media had and none of no one was really red pilled we didn't really know what they were lying about all the time i mean for months and months and months i believed that story about donald trump mocking that reporter that disabled but why reporter. why are
0: they red pilled now the reason they're red pilled is because of that exchange of information
3: uh yeah probably i mean but if what yeah. if we were in a comparable situation where the general population um did not have the access to information that we had now that we have now
0: yeah, but I, I'm not arguing in 1940. I'm arguing in the current year. You know? Yeah, and, yeah, as um, you You Generally speaking, it's very difficult to get away with sustained lies anymore. Sustained lies are just a way to sync whatever your me- media platform is. And uh, and that's the way it should be. That's what I would like to see. I I, I think I, you have
3: more faith in this, though, than I do. I mean, well, I mean they who's... To still get away with a lot, and they don't have to issue retractions. Uh, I mean, they never do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess. So the question is, I mean, I think you would grant that the mainstream media is dying a slow death as it stands right now.
3: Right. I'd like them to have you would like it to be speedier.
0: (laughs) And I'm saying, look, they're they're dying of old age. It's fine. Let's just leave it the way it is. And you're saying, no, let's go ahead and give them that assisted suicide. And yeah, but also make
3: it painful. So there's a punitive element,
0: you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd have to talk to a lawyer about it because I, I would say that Certainly there are conditions that if they could be met, then yeah, you could win a lawsuit. But what I want demonstrated is like malice, willful disregard for the truth, uh you know, maybe more than that. Not just simple like I thought that what I was saying was true, but it turned out not to be, and I made a mistake. Right. Because I don't want so I don't want mistake speech. Lawsuits,
3: though. Yeah.
0: I don't just want mistake speech. speech to be chilled, I guess is what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. That's a bit of a slippery slope um, argument though.
0: Yeah, but the slopes are so slippery now. Look (laughs) at all the genders. If you don't want to talk about slippery slopes, everything's slippery and steep as hell.
3: (laughs) Touche, Maddie. Yeah.
0: yeah.
7: Question. So you you guys are talking about, you know, the media dying a death of old age. Do you think that the, speaking of old age, do you think that the age of the population and some of the, uh, how it works with, now, people are now growing up with the Internet and some of the people who are at the older end of the age spectrum are, you know, they didn't grow up with the Internet. They're not used to being able to go online and find the truth. Do you think that that might, you know, hasten the death of the mainstream media and their lives?
3: Definitely. I mean, the average age of a Fox viewer is 68. It's 61 for CNN. Um, Those are pre-tuck
0: figures. <laughs> Tuck is Tuck is bringing the kids. That's man.
3: true. That's true.
0: <laughs> he really is. He
3: really. But they're not going to be able to revamp their images enough uh, because we can tell that they're really resistant. And a lot of these people just aren't technologically savvy. Like I don't think like Megan Kelly's team is like in the deep web or anything like that, or watching YouTube channels. But you know, most of the people that I know that are my age and younger, um, they don't even have TVs that they don't. They just YouTube all the time.
0: Yeah, who the hell pays his cable subscription anymore? That's ridiculous. All right, well, we'll have to let you go. Um, well, I, before I do let you go, do you have any quick thoughts about your own question? Say again? Do you have any uh, quick, do you have a quick answer to your own question? Yeah. Where do you stand on, on the appropriate balance of legal remedy for, uh, I don't know, speech that defames someone?
7: I think I stand halfway between the two of you. That <laughs> if you're saying something about a person, and that speech actively causes damage to their career, to their livelihood, to their well-being. Even that needs to be punished like mad. But if it's just speech that is actually incorrect and it's a mistake, we definitely cannot punish that because that's part of free speech. If you just made a mistake, right. so we do need to find a way to to mediate between the two sides. I don't know how we would do that, but you know.
0: Well, we'll have to look to Donald Trump for specifics on his plan. Which, uh, <laughs> you know, good luck to you if when you're trying to do that. <laughs> Thank you.
7: Thanks for having me on. All
0: right. Thanks. Bye.
3: For thanks. Before you take the next caller, I am not in my bathroom. Everybody, it's a, <laughs> a window. It's a window to outside. Not in a bathroom. This is not a shower curtain. God,
0: awesome, like, why is she filming piece. in her bathroom? she's sitting on the toilet right now awesome sauce phd you're up if you're ready oh
8: hey what's up man uh yeah i I am ready to go so i wanted to get your opinion on uh on something here um it's actually about the press release that was uh that happened the day after the inauguration Uh, so i think that uh i'm not sure like there are there are some things that uh i think spicer uh definitely lied about uh for example uh floor coverings metal detectors uh stuff like that
0: oh we're talking uh inauguration attendance again
8: uh no no this is actually uh it's slightly related to that but what i do want to ask you a question about is that if they lie about such small things like floor coverings and stuff what do you think that means for uh the um like the administration as a whole moving forward like they're lying about such small things what what about when it comes to bigger things and bigger well, if I, issues?
0: If I had any complaint, I, I don't I don't get why they care so much about this stupid issue. I mean all these all these inaugural This this inaugural attendance that they're obsessed with. And then you got Kellyanne Conway with Chuck Todd talking about alternative facts. And it's a completely inconsequential issue. I don't care if five people attended the inaugural. The people voted and the new president is in. And, and, you know, uh, Trump and and Sean Spicer should just get up there, give middle fingers to everyone and move on. You can't see it if you're listening later, but middle fingers in the camera. That's what you should do (laughs) to the press and move on. And instead exactly. we're talking about all these things like, oh, the the photos were taken at different times and they're, they're at different angles. And then there were security checkpoints yeah. that didn't exist before and there were floor coverings. And I don't care. Do I know. I care?
3: And this is the problem that I have with the Trump administration, you know, in the pre-election is that they have a real problem with choosing which issues to attach themselves to and which issues to be like, this is a non-issue. I'm not even going to fucking talk about it. And I think I kind of feel like this is one of those things where they should have just been like, eh yeah
8: exactly so
0: did I he won- say it seems like you uh, sorry to cut you off but it seems like you've paid attention to this a little bit more than i have did he did spicer actually say this was the largest or the most attended yeah. inaugural ever did he say that
8: uh i believe he said that uh this <sighs> was the first time in our nation's history that floor coverings have been used to protect the grass on the mall which is not true uh they were used in uh we can confirm that they were used in the 2013 election. um
0: so well, then, And then he got up there and said... um
3: Well, how do we know he's lying? What if he's just wrong?
0: Well, he got up there and said, there's no way to estimate the crowds because the National Park Service doesn't do that. And they're in charge of this stuff. And then he
8: went on to estimate numbers. Yeah.
0: Now, let me tell you how this was the biggest ever. Uh, it's like, why? 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 Why?
8: Yeah, I am... Um, uh, it's just... I, I, I want your opinion on where you think the administration is going because like, if they're willing to lie about stuff as small and as inconsequential as this. Like, what what are they going to lie about moving forward, you know? Well, like, I doubt what, that what this was really a lie.
3: Issues? Everybody in the public eye right now knows that everything that they're saying is going to be scrutinized to death. And so I... I bet that this is probably an instance where I, mean, I don't think, do you really think that he was trying to pull the wool over the eyes of the American people when what he was saying was really easily disprovable? He probably was just stupid and wrong.
0: I think it's the Trump ego thing, man. I don't get it. The, there's one thing I don't get with him and it's this ego thing where it's like,
3: he does have quite the, ego. come
0: on. Okay. You're president, dude. Everyone's going to take shots at you all day, all the time, every yeah. day. Just learn, to your point, learn to pick the battles. And this was not a battle to pick. This was just a, let Look, it we're ha- over. We're happy the inaugural went over well. Um, next question.
6: Right. Yeah. But
0: actually he they didn't even so that that presser wasn't even he didn't even take questions, as I if I'm correct. He just went out there and said, like, you stupid idiots, biggest inaugural ever with these pictures. Yeah, it, and then I left. Think it
8: was a total of five minutes. Yeah, it was like a yeah. total of like five minutes. It was ridiculous.
0: Ugh. And, and right. to well, have that you, you,
8: as like your first press release.
0: Crazy. It seems like you have some concerns about this. I'm guessing by the tone of your question, maybe you have some concerns about this beyond what we have. Do you? So are you concerned about the precedent that this sets for, yeah, yeah, for fibs and lies?
8: Yeah, definitely. Because I, th- I think that a large reason why so many people voted for Trump was because he was honest. And this just shows how dishonest the administration is willing to be.
0: Well, so he, he's not <laughs> – the one area of dishonesty for him is everything is either the biggest and best or the smallest and worst ever, and this is an it's extension hyperbole. of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in this case, to your point, it's it's maybe not. Uh, we don't have a direct count of how many people were there, but it seems pretty provably true that what he was saying is not true.
8: Yeah. Oh no! It's just, especially uh, in the floor
0: coverings thing, not just the numbers. Yeah.
8: Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much time with something that's kind of been beaten to death. I just wanted your opinion on uh, where you think this this sets the press. Like, where, where yeah, I mean,
0: I I don't trust any press secretary to get up there and tell the the full truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. They have a narrative to to yeah. push, just like any that's president. The yeah. it's the job of the press to ask pointed questions, uh, and it's our job to break it down. So do I think he's going to lie more than previous presidents? I I don't know that I have reason to believe that.
3: Well, also we have to keep in mind that this is like a little hyperbolic fib. This isn't fucking Benghazi. You know, I don't think that this is, that this is anything substantial enough that it would concern me about the, the integrity and moral fibers of, of the presidency.
8: Yeah, I can kind of agree on that one, but I mean, at the same time, you know, this is kind of, I don't know. I feel like, uh, if if they want to keep, you know, a lot of people's trust, they're going to have to be honest and that includes the little things like this.
3: They probably learned a lesson from this. I hope they did at least. I mean yeah, I
0: thought yeah, me it too. was the greatest press conference ever. <laughs> the best. Terrific. <laughs> tremendous. All right, we'll let you go on that.
8: All right. Thanks for <laughs> having Thanks me. For me on. Thanks for having me on.
3: The largest crowd at a press event. <laughs>
0: this person this okay next up is bigfooted hijab puller and (laughs) bigfooted hijab puller has an avatar a little image of the patterson gimlin bigfoot like the most famous bigfoot you know the one kind of glancing at the camera can are you able to speak up bigfooted hijab puller because if the name is true we might have some evidence to support a lot of conspiracy theories tonight that would be very interesting I'm going to be bummed if I don't get to hear from Bigfooted Hijab Puller, but I will leave this person in here, and you are welcome to chime in whenever your technology gets working. In the meantime, uh, My Drine, I don't know how to say this person's name, but My Drine, I see your mic lighting up, so you're good to go.
4: It's it's Mithrin. Mithrin? Yep, it's Welsh.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that's got to be... Well, whatever. We'll go with it. Mithrin, welcome to the show.
4: Yeah, and uh, just before I go on to what I wanted to talk about, something to think about on what Awesome Sauce was talking about. It's distraction. Are we talking about the executive orders that have been signed? Are we talking about the border wall going up? Nope. We're talking about the inauguration numbers. That's true. There have uh, been way more important developments this week.
0: A lot of the executive action uh i think most people well most people who voted for trump would would be big fans of and are big fans of to the extent they like the things that are being done maybe they don't like executive action per se but uh but there's a lot of interesting moving pieces on the executive action front right now
4: right and like i said and what's what's the mainstream media talking about they're not talking about what he's done on the executive actions they're talking about oh, he was wrong about the inauguration numbers, blah, blah, blah.
0: I think that's kind of Trump's style, though, too, is to just kind of troll the media around and make them focus on dumb shit while he is apparently getting things done at this point or or trying to get things moving on issues that love him or hate him. These are the issues that people voted him in for. So, Right. Ah, there you Uh, go, Bigfoot. Can can you hold uh, off for just a couple minutes, Bigfoot, and then we'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll meet myself. Cool.
4: Yeah, but uh, the issue I wanted to go on was oh, the the wonderful liberal hypocrisy on just completely on fleek on Twitter.
0: <laughs> uh, do you have a particular brand that you want to speak to? Because I mean, there's plenty to go around.
4: Oh yeah, I was about to. I wanted I to go Baron initially, but uh, jo, did you see the tweet that Joss Whedon sent out?
0: No, I'm not familiar with who that is either.
4: Joss Whedon, director of Firefly, Avengers, the Marvel movies.
0: Oh yeah, well I. Yeah, I'm, I'm movie illiterate mostly. <laughs>
4: and, well, anyway, he's a uh, you know, supposedly big-time feminist. Now, I will admit that the tweet that he sent out is a little bit ambiguous, but it says uh, he's talking about Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law. Mm. And it's, hey, keep your eyes on this fucking prize, too. He's a Voldemort in, in training, and unlike the Pekingese he married under, can play the long
0: game. What the fuck?
3: I don't even know what that means.
4: Okay, well, if you look at it in in one case, he could be referring to Trump as being the Pekinese, the dog.
0: What is the why? What's the metaphor of the Pekinese, though? I, I don't get that.
4: Yeah, I don't get it either. And a lot of people are taking it though as him referring to Ivanka because marrying under would refer to him marrying below his social status.
0: What? Why would marrying Ivanka marrying be marrying, marrying down for anybody?
4: I know. Exactly.
3: But, She's so uh, foxy.
0: Well, and this just is, you're set for life. Yeah. Get a good, uh, get a good, well, I guess don't get a good prenup. You just want to be entitled to half that crap.
4: Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's, it's one of those things you're just kind of like, really, is this what we're seriously going to concentrate on? Jared Kushner is a fricking advisor. Let's talk about what's actually going on. Right. But it's another one of those cases where I'm a big time feminist, but I'm going to attack a woman. I'm a liberal, but I'm going to attack a little 10 year old kid. Well, the rules don't apply. The (laughs)
0: hypocrisy is on full display.
4: Mm hmm. They don't see it
0: though. Okay, so get so get this. Speaking of ironically bigoted tweets from anti bigots, I was I was on Twitter the other night. That dude Mustafa, who I debated before. Oh my god. Did you see I I said it to you, right? The tweet that he put out said if you're a woman who voted for Trump, congratulations. You've confirmed what every misogynist thinks about you. You're a gullible bitch. Well, hey, congratulations. Go team non misogyny. Calling women gullible bitches because they don't think the right way. They don't think in the one acceptable box that women should think in. Great job.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I really oh want to gosh. hear that from a Muslim man too. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, well, they,
0: that's pretty. The much lack of self awareness is astounding, though. To your point.
4: Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of the whole thing. Where it's just like, what? What's the deal with? You know, supposedly, oh, we're the party of tolerance and acceptance, not being tolerant and accepting.
0: Yeah, I, it's a bizarre form of identity politics where they seem to think that by virtue of the identity that you have, your your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, you fit into a box where you're supposed to think a certain way. And anybody who deviates that is um, given the worst possible, uh, the worst possible names for that particular group. And it doesn't matter because they're a traitor to that group. You're an Uncle Tom, you're an Aunt Jemima, you're a whatever, you know. I don't know yeah, what the female equivalent is. What do, what do they call women who vote Republican? They, we need a term for that. A derogatory term.
4: I think now it's just bitch.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll go with bitch.
4: <laughs> but, yeah, I'll let you go because I do want to hear about uh, Bigfoot and hijab pull.
0: Yeah, up. we might knock down two myths here in a second. <laughs> we'll prove Bigfoot and we'll prove hijab pulling. That will be excellent, great. Excellent,
1: excellent.
4: All right,
0: talk to you all later. Have a great Bye. night. Bye. All right, Bigfoot. Hey. Okay, question. the. F- I got a couple questions. Are you an actual Bigfoot and have you pulled actual hijabs? Because that would really make my day. That would knock down two things for me and I would really appreciate it.
6: <laughs> no, my feet are only like
0: 11. That's pretty big. You sound young. How old are you? Uh, 19. Okay, so all right. So you probably maxed out on the f- the foot department, but you got bigger feet than me oh really Yep.
3: but matt wears a size five
0: <laughs> no i'm I'm six feet tall but i wear nine and a half i kind of have short little short wide feet
3: he's five foot four. i'm shorter than
6: you oh, yeah, but i, I have four, bigger four.
0: Feet. shorter than me but bigger feet what the hell <laughs> all right well okay so not bigfoot uh do you pull hijabs
6: no but there's plenty around me and i do get that itch
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear that man
0: i've thought about it many times yeah. okay well i appreciate the so name cool. regardless because i, I will always me. i will always what? associate hijab pulling and bigfoot basically as similar myths the Loch Ness monster hijab pulling bigfoot all of these things are um there's many tales of seeing them <laughs> but uh so far no evidence
3: female oppression um, yeah
0: yeah
6: all memes aside though, I actually was able to make it up to the inauguration. Oh, okay. And I actually had tickets that were fairly close.
0: And lived to tell the story, did you? Yeah. Okay.
6: Fortunately our exit didn't have any crazy anti faw people in it, so we got out real quick before any bad stuff really started happening. Man. Um wow. But the other thing was I wanted uh, I'm not sure if this is out on the news yet, but I have um, from a source, uh, Donald Trump's proposed uh, budget for the government.
0: Has he put one out? I haven't even seen it.
6: Um No. If he has, I haven't seen it. But uh, I was talking with a friend and he's working on, he's helping working on it. And basically, his proposal is going to be they're going to cut every department except for defense and homeland security by 11.5%. Okay. Yes. And I think he said they might raise defense and homeland security by 5 I believe.
3: All right.
0: I. Um, the people are going to yeah. bitch about this, but eventually you've got to come to terms with the reality that And we have, to be fair, we have reduced the deficit, the deficit in the budget each and every year, but we still have a massive debt that we have to figure Mm -hmm. out. So eventually we got to figure out, okay, we're going to have to start getting serious about not spending beyond our means, which means if you want to do it across the board cuts, maybe that's the way to do it. I don't have an opinion on whether across the board cuts are appropriate or whether there are specific targeted areas that we could just chop off. I'd have to spend more time looking at that, but.
6: I have been seeing people kind of freaking out that like, oh no, Trump's gonna get rid of the EPA and <laughs> we'll be choking down smog. Oh, what no. I'm
0: sick of right now is this garbage these people saying one of Trump's executive actions was to uh I'll probably describe it not quite precisely, but it was to uh make it more difficult and or defund federal agencies like the EPA from being able to produce their own science and then use that because the science has been if you believe the accusations heavily politicized science that exaggerates maybe climate change uh, warning science that uh, exaggerates a lot of natural phenomenon that would be in favor of the regulatory goals of the particular mm-hmm. agencies maybe it's true maybe it's not but I got a friend I can't even go on Facebook anymore like I said they think that reducing or eliminating the, the Department of Education means no more schools they also I got friends up there saying Trump is banning science. Oh, he's he won't let us read science. That's he's so banning science. No, 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 no. We I, there's an inability in a lot of these Trump opponents to be nuanced and precise with what we're actually talking about here. And um, I'm not I'm not saying that the federal government has no role in funding research. Certainly, but that seems pretty that seems like a luxury thing to me beyond just the politics of it. You know, that's kind of a luxury thing to do a bunch of a whole bunch of elective studies. Mm-hmm. We're right. going to study the the migration habits of the beavers in the rivers. And yeah, that's interesting. But
3: can we meet our immediate needs first?
0: Right. Is is it <laughs> worth a gigantic debt to China and other countries? I mean, right. I, and these are drops in the bucket. What we're really talking about, of course, is social security and, and Medicare and Medicaid. Those are the real budget yeah. killers. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, everyone's doomsday about cutting back on a lot of the, trimming a lot of the fat of the federal government. And eh, Mm -hmm. eh, I don't know. I don't think that's such a terrible thing.
6: I think it's awesome. Slash it. Yeah. Slash. Um, The other thing I heard, uh, have you guys heard about the justice Democrats yet?
0: Yes. I saw Sargon's video on it, but do you want to explain it?
6: Um yeah what I basically got from it was uh it was started up by the stereotypical leftist Kyle kolinsky mm-hmm. and basically it's almost what the platform is now, but stop but they want to stop um just randomly accusing people of racism and bigotry
0: yes, basically yeah they have like Sargon went through like nine rules, most of them were basically that, yeah, people like mean, Nazis. Stop calling yeah. people racist. <laughs> All of that stuff, but the the thing about thing about the, the the Democratic Party has done so much damage in my mind in the way they've approached these things, identity politics, and saying you suck just because you're a white guy. Which they've doubled down on this week with the lady running for chair. They've done so much damage and turned me off so much that I don't just reject them on those grounds anymore. Like I'm, I've they've really re- revolutionized my thought. And basically every, every single collectivist thought I previously held has now been replaced with uh, an individualist one, mm-hmm. or at least I'm entertaining that. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna go back to their party or not. Well, uh, who knows? A couple <laughs> you of years know ago, you're I,
3: not. <laughs> well, a couple of years
0: ago, I never thought I would have gone to the Republican party, and I still don't right. really consider myself at home there. But in, op, in alternative, as an alternative to that, gladly, gladly.
6: Mm-hmm. I also don't know how they're really going to implement it. Besides they got like so many regressives already in. You had that l- that lady at whatever conference saying, my job is to shut down other white people. Oh are. my God.
3: We were talking yeah. about that a little. Oh, <laughs> that just made me embarrassed. I was, it was so cringe. Oh.
0: It, it, for anyone who, I hate to be tin, I really hate to be tinfoil hattish about anti-white ra- racism. But if for anyone who doesn't believe anti-white racism a thing, there it is. Right. There it is from someone running for chair of one of the two major parties saying, it's my job to shut up white people who want to interrupt. Imagine that. Hey, it's my job to shut up those damn Chinese whenever they want to talk. <laughs> I know. They don't have any business here talking about that stuff. And what she said, too, was, I don't have the answers, but I know it's the colored folk who have them. What? Why, do the, what? Why can't Dude, we listen to everyone's ideas?
3: She's perfect, though. That would just cause the DNC to implode.
0: It, unreal. It's the most... It is the most racist crazy. thing I've ever seen a major political person say. Is recently, it though? Well, recently. recently, yeah. Yes. Uh, obviously, if you go go back a long time ago, sure. But this was, we're gonna we're gonna choose our ideas based on the color of people's skin because that's how much we hate racism. That's what she said.
3: And they don't even recognize the hypocrisy in saying that.
0: Yeah.
6: Unreal. Yeah. The whole thing just kind of. They're running themselves into the ground like terribly, really.
0: And she probably won't win. I honestly
6: but... don't see how they can ever come back from this in all reality. Yeah, she,
0: right, she probably won't you. win. But and I, I saw Crowder talking about this last night too. But the fact that she's even there and this idea is within the realm of acceptable within that party, and you got all these people behind her. Oh, yeah. Those fucking white people. They don't know shit. And they're all clapping, and it's like. This is within the realm of acceptable ideas within your party leadership. See ya. We had a fun time. See you later. I'm out.
3: How are white people supposed to react to this? We're just supposed to just resist the urge to protect our own best interests. I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing
0: that. I don't want people being receptive to my ideas or uh, agreeing with or disagreeing with my ideas on the basis of my skin color. But well, like we to... know
3: that people will do that no matter what because people are tribalistic. So with that knowledge, what do white people do? Well, I'm
0: not yeah, saying it's it's. Get sorry, more Richard
6: Spencers. What? Oh, yeah. You get more Richard Spencers.
3: Yeah, Richard it's Spencer. A natural response. You know, he's a he's a natural response to what's going on.
6: Because I... like. The one thing that the alt-right are about if the demographics kind of continue the way we are and, like, whites do become a minority eventually. If, if, if it's the same environment, they're definitely right that we're going to be, like, the most hated minority. Like, we'll probably well, I, be, like, I, on par with Jews and Nazi Germany.
0: Say what you will about, I don't like to rank which kind of racism is worse, um, but in terms of which racism is acceptable right now, Anti-white racism is the acceptable racism. It's and the
3: only acceptable racism.
0: Indeed, celebrated racism. I mean, it was celebrated on that stage. Celebrated. So.
3: Oh, God.
0: I never thought. I I can't believe. A few years ago, I never would have heard myself saying things like this. But I'm observing it right now. I don't. I hate feeling like I'm crazy when these people are clearly crazy and I'm just responding what they are Well, doing. you're not
3: endorsing violence or silencing <laughs> somebody based upon their race. No, hell Yet, no. Yet we are the ones perceived to be racist. I, I just can't even believe this is happening sometimes.
0: Ugh. All right, well, you got me fired up, Bigfoot, a job guy.
3: Let's take one more.
0: All right, we'll do one more. We'll let Thanks you for go calling. um if you uh yeah, go you know go forth and hijab pull. Get it done. <laughs>
6: I'll liberate more women
0: later. <laughs> later. Okay. Last words tonight. Um, Jake, if Jake is still. That's a good that's a good simple name that I can read if there's still a Jake in the waiting rooms. But I don't see a Jake. So oh, you know who's gonna get less word last word who missed out last week, who had beef with me for not streaming the inauguration. Steph Keith. Steph Keith, you're gonna get last word if you're here. hello what's up
9: i'm muted my speaker so not my mic um wow. i'm back with notes
0: oh i forgot yeah you're always very prepared
9: this is i i i liked my the gym is my sewn out time and that's when i come up with ideas yeah. so i have to write them down um so uh blonde what what happened with your mom uh, slowly being red pilled at the Pepe memes
3: I was trying. I showed her. She's actually here right now. But um, right before the show, I'm like, "Mom, here are some entry level memes that some (laughs) of my subscribers made for you." And I showed her Matt's meme, which was like a Pepe with like a mom haircut, drinking a glass of wine. And she's like, "I don't understand. I don't get it. What? It's a frog. Is the frog a Nazi?" I'm like, "No, mom. The frog's just a thing that you use to meme." And she's like, "What?
1: What? (laughs) He's a
0: template." She's
3: downstairs, confused right now.
0: I was gonna say, I get her on the line. Yeah,
3: yeah, I told her that. She still thinks the concept is confusing. She's like, thinks there's like a meme factory somewhere. I'm like, no, mom, <laughs> your everyday individuals well, making these things. I,
9: I would say a meme is sort of like an inside joke in the internet that everybody knows.
3: Yeah, that's that's a great way to explain it. All yeah, right. Yeah, but
0: part part of the enjoyment too is part of the joy of an inside joke is the lack of understanding of the outsiders. So that's the fact that she doesn't get it makes it more yeah, fun yeah. almost, you know? Yeah, And the fact that they call it, I mean, the part of that misunderstanding of the outsiders is labeling it Nazi and white supremacist that I actually didn't even enjoy Pepe that much until it was until it was a Nazi.
3: Yeah. Then I'm like, all right, I can get on board with this because it's hilarious (laughs) now because the entire thing about Pepe is it, it was popularized because Hillary Clinton clearly did not understand memes. Yeah. And she's like, this is a Nazi frog. And then everybody that's been using Pepe is like, bitch, you don't understand the Internet. And yeah. so it became hilarious to everybody. So that's why I'm like, "Mom, and, I can't tell you because I don't want you to know."
0: And the fact that you know Donald Trump, Donald uh, Trump Jr. tweeting out the deplorables, and there's Pepe yeah. in the deplorables. I mean, the fact that I don't know if Trump himself gets it, but clearly people within that circle kind of got the memeing and the way the Democrats aren't funny anymore. We talk about things they need to fix. They're not funny. Liberals. Yeah, are I would say anymore.
9: I would say they stopped being funny when John Stewart left. That's when yeah. like it all ended.
0: He left, true.
9: everybody went full, uh, what's it called, uh, wrong think.
0: Yeah, they just became thought policemen and conformists.
3: Yep. And that's killer for comedy and the arts in general. It makes you unimaginative.
9: Um, talking about the arts. So uh, I've been watching Man in the High Castle. And uh, combined with, uh, you know, SJW retardedness, I'm starting to question how racist I am.
3: This sounds like okay. a blonde Führer question.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: every day I look in the mirror. I think I'm looking at a racist.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I've actually had this conversation with many people <laughs> and had had similar thoughts myself. Um, but I think that people have in group preferences. I mean, um, like I know I hear people talk about this in dating a lot. I think this is a good kind of litmus test. It's like, well, are you sexually attracted to only people of your own race? Does that make you a racist? I would argue no, but I would also argue that that same principle applies to who you have in-group preferences for for friendships and other relationships. And so, if you're most comfortable with people that are like you, which most people are, um, then by any kind of conforming definition, you are you are racist. And it's just you know you just kind of have to be like, all right, leftist things I think think I'm racist. That's that's fine, and then just keep marching.
9: Um. How much time do we have? Cause I also Go for
0: it. I'd be curious. You, yeah. you mentioned you were doing some of your own introspection on this. So I'd be curious if you that. Oh, no, that I
9: was... At. Are you talking about the journalistic thing that I tried and miserably failed at?
0: No, I'm talking about... You You said you were thinking about am I racist, right? Yeah. Can you comment well, on some of your thoughts?
9: So there, there's a scene in Man in the High Castle, which uh, elaborating on it will explain why I'm starting to think I may be a racist. Um... <laughs> How so did my a scene show where...
0: become a confessional space for racists? What the fuck?
3: <laughs> no, no, and okay, homophobes, don't forget. Dante. I know. How
9: did it?
0: <laughs> talking Head said, "How did I get here?" I don't.
9: Uh, okay, well, there's a scene where one of the main characters goes to the the, the American Nazi Reich or whatever, and um, she gets placed in like a communal like sleeping dorm while they get housing for her. And um, she's like, "Oh, can I have the key for my door?" And the person putting her in the dorm says, "Oh no, we don't lock doors here in the Reich." So my friend and I were talking because he's also into the show, and he said, uh, "You know what? You know why that's funny?" And, he's, and obviously, I said, "No." And he said, "Because there's no black people. You don't have to lock the doors." Wow! And I I, I uh, spent uh, ten minutes laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and that was sort of the turning point where I said, uh, I'm either watching this show too much, or i uh, maybe a racist.
3: Is that show worthwhile? I've heard good and it, bad things.
9: There's episodes where it's just like, okay, get on with it, and then like every other episode is good. Basically. That's what I would say. It's horribly violent, though, right? Well, not really. Oh, huh. Never mind. It's never mind. It's uh, very uh, Nazi.
0: I don't know. I uh, things that are int- intentionally humorous like that.
3: That wouldn't make me feel racist.
9: No,
0: no, it's not put Like, like that in the
3: show.
9: It's not put like that in the show. That's what my friends like basic claim came up with in their spare time.
0: Oh. Well, still, I mean, I want to watch people. I know people, some people are annoyed. I think you were commenting on maybe Chris Rock's like social justice leanings or whatever. But I still want to watch Chris Rock get up on stage and give a rant about, white people's stereotypes. Yeah, but he's, still but he's... still laugh. No, no, I'll but still he's, he's in it. tune
3: to those things. He's he's yeah. really right on about racial stereotypes. That's his best stuff. I don't yeah. want to hear his shit about politics, about Barack Obama and, and stuff like no, that. I'm just
0: saying, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I understand the, the, the hesitance or the hesitation people have to be like, oh, we can't make jokes about other races. And it's like, well, you don't... Yeah. If your intention is fine and it's just pure entertainment, I... I want to find it funny and I want to people to I want people to make fun of stereotypes about me cuz I right. think it's funny too. And that's I how like, we
3: diffuse racial tensions with humor. And I
0: I like when people meme me and meme us on Twitter. I think it's so funny do I, I as hell. I think
9: it's funny, yeah.
0: Please make fun well, of me. Well,
9: my point of view Please My put point my of view is that I laughed a little bit too hard at the black people <laughs> joke. That uh, that that's what got me like, you know what? Maybe the SJWs are right. Maybe we're all racist and hiding.
3: Well, okay, let me ask you something. I mean, It it isn't even a question, but, but it's, it is irrefutable that there is much more violent crime, uh, in the black community. So you probably laughed at that because it was something that had an element of truth. And that's the nature of comedy. The things that are the funniest are often things that, that, you know, they're true.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say, here's what I would say. I, to blonde's point, everybody has. Pre-existing biases and prejudices that you're going to have with any encounter you have with people. It's just true. You meet a person, you, you look at them, you, and you make an assessment in your head of kind of what you think based on a prejudice. And that's just true. But I, I do think that it, that society works best or any given encounter works best when we approach it With just saying, look, I'm going to judge this person as an individual. Right. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to see what this person has to say. And I'm going to judge this person as an individual. And I think if you intend to do that, and that is the motive motive that's in your heart, I don't know, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I want to go laugh at a comic who makes race jokes and I still want to go meet people and
3: Yeah, and, and this judge is where the left has gone wrong. They're trying to attack the thought crime. But as far as racism is concerned, if they want to get racist, they need to be getting like the kind of racist that wants to kill people of other races, that kind of racist, the kind of racist that's like some old dude sitting in his basement that's just harboring racist thoughts. That's that person's harmless to me. This is how the left has totally lost the plot because they've started doing this wrong thing, attacking this wrong thing. Yeah.
9: I, I will bring up a point my my direct ancestors did have slaves for were building railroads.
0: Oh, you, what do you think about that you you better okay, here's what you need to do you need to go into your bathroom well no yeah. go to okay first go to the hardware store. <laughs> Pick up a, a pack of razors. And I don't mean shaving razors. I mean straight, like straight edge, like razor blades, okay? And you need to go into your bathroom and you need to start a live stream called like the the white apology stream. Yeah. And you need to stream yourself cutting yourself and uh simultaneously like uh taking paypals of uh, paypal addresses from minorities and just uh liquidating your bank accounts giving it out while cutting yourself and then slit your throat at the uh, at the altar of multiculturalism and apologize for your existence with your last breath and you still won't be good enough. No. But you are the ultimate demon.
4: You're, You're trash. the ultimate
0: demon of uh of social justice. If you are an actual descendant of a slaveholder, never mind the fact that you had nothing to do with that decision or action. <laughs> you Oh, boy. And now us by association, of course.
3: I know. Are you ready to, you know, flog yourself as soon as we get off this call?
9: I I mean, if you want to set up the live stream and, you know, give me some uh, motivational speeches.
0: (laughs) well, We'll have to stream it on one of those fucked up sites. YouTube won't allow that sort of thing.
3: (laughs) It'll live leak only.
0: Yeah, live leak. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this show's derailed, and that's pretty much that's in large part know, my and fault. And I
3: have fried chicken downstairs waiting for me. I gotta go, guys.
0: Oh,
9: do you have watermelon?
0: Speaking of, oh no,
3: gosh. I really
6: do have fried
0: there, chicken downstairs. There. <laughs> there we go. Okay, you get the last word on your racist joke. Jesus, uh, I used to be a good boy. No you, know no, that? No, no, you weren't. I used to be a good boy.
3: The hate was always in your heart, Skag.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, someone send this podcast episode to Daryl Lamont Jenkins so he can cut it up and expose us. Can't wait. <laughs>
6: he's listening. Okay, Steph, you know
0: we'll you. let you go. Thanks for yeah, yeah, of course he's listening right now. He's listening and jerking it. We know that's <laughs> true. Whatever. I'm I'm calling it there. <laughs>
3: all right, all right.
0: Anyway, that's the call in show. We do them every Wednesday night. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, live on YouTube. If you can't catch them live, you can listen back to them. They're on the audio platforms of the show, iTunes and Google Play. Got Google Play up there, so check that out if that's where you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back on Sunday. I think we'll probably go guest-free. I don't know. You and I haven't talked, but that seems like the plan. But there's some. We got some big players in the mix. We might have some good guests. We do. Guests we
3: got up. some good shows coming.
0: Trying to make the right connections. Get some <laughs> big players coming in, and uh, hopefully it'll work. We'll catch you Sunday.
3: Thank okay.